Today's episode was brought to you by Studio, the company that wants to revolutionize the way people see and hear headphones, not just as a technology device, but also as an accessory. Welcome to the K-pop cast. I'm your K-pop co-host Stephanie calling in from the West Coast. And welcoming back our East Coast co-host, Ariana. Hey, guys. All right. Today, we'll be talking about G-Friend, otherwise known as Yoja Chingu. Time for the Mood Night. Letting you know if this song is Daybok or not. But before we dive into that, first, our hit replays. Replays are songs that we recommend you keep on your playlist on replay for the week. So, Ariana, what's making you hit replay? I am all about Yunmi Ray's Kai Bai Bao. I don't actually know how to say that correctly, but that's how I'm doing it. It's a girl power song all the way. My favorite line is, you undermine me because I'm a woman. I'm a mother nature beat ya, which is just amazing. Um, I really like the lyrics of the song because they're so smart. All of us pretty much know that Kaibaibao is uh, rock, paper, scissors in Korean. But when you hold your hands up to the sky and make the hand shapes, they're actually things that represent peace, solidarity, and harmony. What? So you have a peace sign, which is scissors. You have the rock, which is solidarity, and the hand up, which is harmony. And I just have to say, Yumi Rae is my queen, and I will give her a soul clap anytime. Give a soul clap, let me give a soul clap. Give a soul clap, let me give a soul clap. She is the true queen of Korean hip-hop, R&B, all of that. We should all bow down. She's the best. Bowing down any day. Yes. What about you, Steph? All right, so I am going to keep the girl power train moving with my girl, Hyorin. So all of the guys on the K-pop cast staff (laughs) were obsessed with this song, and I'll give you two reasons why. Booty one, booty two. <laughs> butt cheek all booty. one, butt cheek two. Because it is just all booty everywhere, all the time. And I'm straight, but I can't keep, I can't stop watching. You know, she is hot. She is powerful, aggressive. She's got sisters in the video, and I'm just all about it. There's like a nice bass to it, a good beat. I find myself dancing in my chair. So the song is Hyorin Tali with Gray featuring. I'm a big fan of his as well. that both Ariana and our picks this week are really, I think, more on the mature side and more on the assertive, like strong, sexy female 
uh, side of things. We were looking at the song that we are going to review for this week, G Friend. We both kind of looked at it like, oh, this is not our normal, our normal style song, not our normal cup of tea. Nope. Um, so from the hit replay segment, you can see, you know, where our true colors are. Yeah, right? yeah. These are. I feel like between the two of them, they're like two sides of like feminist K-pop girl. Well, K-pop and K-hip hop, and it's just. I, I really like. I'm appreciative of what G Friend does for for you know. We're gonna obviously get into it for what they are, but this is this is where I lie in this like hard hitting girl power. Just ma- yeah, I guess mature is the best word. But it's I'm so excited. I'm glad that you picked you picked Hyodin because I would have picked her if I didn't pick Amy Ray. Right. <laughs> well, moving on to our topic, we have G Friends. Time for the Moon Knight, or as in Korea called. Night. <laughs> <laughs> right. I looked. I had to go back and look at that. It's like, wait a minute. The title is just Palm, yeah. which means night. Just, just night. Once again, this episode was brought to you by Studio. Take it away, junior editor Michaela. Guys, Studio Sweden has been an amazing experience when it comes to switching to Bluetooth headphones for the first time. The model I have is the Trey in Classic Blue. They're very compact, haven't fallen off my ears once at the gym, and with a 9-hour battery life, I'll have an episode finished before I need to charge them again. Studio Sweden's mission is to offer people Bluetooth headphones that don't sacrifice sound quality for style, and the K-pop cast is going to hook our audience up with a discount. If you enter K-pop, K-P-O-P in all caps during checkout, you'll get 15% off your purchase. They put a little something extra on that for the international fans. Yeah, they were like, let's let's make it time for the moon, night. Making it just a little bit confusing because we don't say that statement, but also like really kind of awesome that we got a different title for it. Which you is know cool. what's great about this title? It very clearly conveys the essence of K-pop. Like you just hear that title and it could be nothing else. It's only K-pop. Time for the Moon Knight. Yeah. All right. So on that note, we're gonna dive right into the concept. Uh, but wait, before that, I just wanted to say, Ariana and I, we got this song to review for the week, and I was like, do you know G-Friend? Because I don't really know about them. Let me check them out on Wikipedia. And the first thing I found says, <clears throat> I quote, The group garnered international attention after a fan-taken video of G-Friend members continuing and completing a performance of Me Gustas Tu despite continuously falling on a slippery stage went viral <laughs> in September 2015. The group was praised for their professionalism, especially Yuju, who fell a total of eight times and suffered a <laughs> oh twisted God. finger during the performance. I was like, so this is me if I were in a K-pop group. <laughs> yes, Yuju is all of us. Yuju is my hero right now because she kept going, hurt herself, and that's who I would be. Eight times. <laughs> yeah, I would not get up. I would just give up on everything. Yeah, I mean, especially after the twisted finger. I'm like, ah, I'm hurt. Too bad. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Okay, so I just had to get that out of the way. 
I know you did a little bit of research as well. Did you find anything cool? Yeah, I learned their names. Um, yeah, I did learn that apparently some fans believe this is a continuation from other videos. Ooh. I don't know. Like, I guess it's kind of, you know, what we've talked about in the past with some of our boy bands that do this where they carry in pieces from other videos. I don't know. Like, I saw the other videos and I don't know if they're as obviously carried on, but I thought it was really interesting. Um, that's about... I learned more, but that's about all mm-hmm. I could get into because there's just a lot going on right now with K-pop and to try to process all of it at once. I was like, just learning the names is what I'm going to go for this week. Hey, that is way more than me because... <laughs> Like, I'm about to go into the concept here, and I don't know any of the names, so you're going to have to help me out. Yeah, I'll help you out with that one as much as possible. Thank you, thank you. So, the concept of this video might be my favorite part. Yeah. Because it pulls you in really early with a story that involves each of the girls in their own separate Mm -hmm. storyline. I always like that, especially with a group that I have never seen before. I like getting to know each girl through their own story. So we start off seeing one girl with black hair and a kind of round face. She's sitting at home, lonely, bored, longing. She's waiting for something, and there's a box in her room. From whom? I don't know. Mm. There's another girl who's sitting in the playground throwing paper planes into a pile. There's a girl with red hair who is walking along the road, maybe waiting for a car to come, hitchhiking. Not safe, but okay. Mm -hmm. And then another red-haired girl is walking in the forest with a bouquet of flowers and a bag. Mm -hmm. And then finally, there's another another girl with black hair who's sitting at home with some fish in a bowl, maybe some beta fish. And she's also seeming kind of bored or lonely. So they set it up really nicely where everyone's waiting for something. And I need to know what are they waiting for and who are these people? Help me out. Yeah. So we've got a few people going on. The one with the beta fish, her name is Yunha. I had to actually look up what the fish were about because I was really confused. K-pop mm. junkie had a theory, as per usual. Of course. So he said that it was representing how she was, like, stuck in her own world. And we'll get into this more into mm. the theory behind it. But that she's kind of stuck by herself in this world. And so she's, like, looking at how the fish react in that way. Yeah. I believe the one waiting for the car might be Cindy. I think she's kind of like walking to something or waiting for a car to take her somewhere, but she's definitely like more out in the field. And then I think Yuju is the one who has the flowers. And then the one with the box is Yedin. Yedin. So we have, we have a few people here. But yeah, that's the main ones. We also, there's one named Soon, who's the leader. She's the one who, like, later on when you see them, when they're all together, she's the one who, like, kisses the girl on the forehead. Mm. So she's also, yeah. I think she's the one sitting in the bus yeah. looking off. So with all of those girls and all of those different stories, I really like how the, I guess the video directors kept the suspense alive by moving each storyline mm-hmm. along. We see the girl with the box reach into the box and bring out a tape player and start listening to it and crying. We see the girl who's in the forest drop her backpack and some kind of fancy like jewelry box falls out of it along with the flowers. So they're giving us clues one by one as to what's going on. 
And then right away, just as we're asking that question, the chorus of the song comes and the scene changes to have all the girls together at home having what seems to be a slumber party. Mm-hmm. They're running around in circles, chasing each other, having a great time. Um, but something seems off, like not all of them are having fun. Yeah. Like what's going on there? I kept wondering if this is a memory or if that was happening in real time. Mm. If it, this was something that, like, you're looking fondly on, because especially when the girl, she puts her headphones on and then you see this, like, was she remembering these scenes? Yeah. Or was it happening right then and there? Yeah. And if it's happening right then and there, there's a lot of questions I have about that then based on some theory <laughs> in this video that we will get to in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I love making, I love giving you suspense on <laughs> what could possibly be happening here. <laughs> I need to know. Tell me right now. So, yeah, I, I really honed in on that part where the... So, who's the girl with the headphones and the tape player? Yerin. Yeah. That really stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. We see her crying. She's remembering something that's playing on the tape. And then that's when I realized something is off about the room. There's all of these lamps on. Like, why does she need so many lamps and lights in the room? There's, she's just hanging out w- with all of her friends. Like, sure, it could be a, a special party or something, but then we just see, I think we see the room empty, but the lights are still on. Now mm-hmm. I'm thinking, okay, some there's some ghost stuff going on here. Like, <laughs> this is creepy, spooky, and she's trying to summon the spirits and have a seance or something. <laughs> That's the vibe I get. Am I right? Are you ready? Yeah, tell me. <laughs> so I I actually had a hinkling, a hinkling, an inkling, inkling <laughs> that somebody had died very early on, but I wasn't really sure who. And you kind of like get glimpses of it with the girl Yuju who's sitting by the rock grave, which yeah. looks like a rock grave and putting down flowers. Like she's clearly visiting somebody, somebody who's passed. So I looked it up on K-pop Junkie to make sure I was right ah. because he's brilliant. The member Unha has died. No. She's wearing black. She's seen alone pining. She has died and she's by herself and she's a ghost. What? She's the ghost? Yeah, she's oh ghost. So if you gosh. see her, she's the little one and she's always wearing black. In every scene, she wears black. And so then I was wondering when they're all together in that room and it's daytime, what was she there and it's real time or is it a memory or is it real time and she's a ghost in the room with the girls? What? Yeah. I was wondering that the whole time once I looked at this theory and rewatched the video. Wow. The message of the video is this idea that they go to meet her at night so at night they can cross over Mm. and meet with her and be with her again it's used in the lyrics that they have in the song which is meet you in my dreams and I want to follow you they have a lot of lyrics about that so you see during the daytime the girls are all separate and they're kind of mourning in their own ways they're coping Mm. differently so Yuju you know has the rock grave yet in she pulls out the things that remind her of Yunha and so on is for example like very maternal with the girls you know you see her kind of taking care of everybody when they're together but under the moon night they can come together I said moon night because that's what it is Mm -hmm. they can come (laughs) together and meet their friends so when you see the part where Sinbi walks up and opens the door 
she opens it up to Yunha and lets her out to reunite with her. Got it. Which I thought was really sweet. And then the whole room, when you see her sitting on with all the lights on, yeah. that's because the day is coming back. Mm. And so she's left alone again. But even if the sun ends their togetherness, they always have the moon to look forward to again the next night. And I thought this was really cool because it was also released on the night of a full moon. Of course it was. Of course it was. I thought it was so great. Yeah, I thought thought it was just a very smart video because it's not implicit, but it's it was one of those things that like I I was like, oh, something's happened. But you don't realize that it's actually one of the members the whole time until you go back and rewatch it. Well done. Well, I mean, well done, K-pop junkie. Thanks for your help. But yeah, I definitely definitely knew somebody had passed away. But to think that it was that girl the whole time really made me wonder about the whole video when I went back and rewatched it. Yeah, I need to watch it again because I thought she stayed alive and the rest of them died. But this makes way more sense. We get very BTS on this and start to be like, know who's that's actually where I dead? Got it from. That's where I yep. got it from. Is Jin dead or is this person dead? Man. <laughs> well, and I was going to say it's actually funny because when I was watching this video, the visuals reminded me of parts of Spring Day. Like yeah. when they're in that field, mm-hmm. it reminded me of the end of Spring Day when they're all in the field together. And then that the use of those rooms that are all decorated where they play together reminded mm-hmm. me of scenes from it too where the, like the guys throw the cake at him it's kind of like that same room setup where they're all together and being together in a room or they're in the field it wasn't exactly the same but it kind of reminded me and it makes sense for the song being about missing somebody and wanting to be with somebody when that's kind of what yeah. Spring Day is also about gosh these K-pop groups they're like getting darker and darker talking about death and stuff yeah, yeah there's a lot of theory about how she died too but i don't think it's implicit in the video what's actually happening i think it's more from like other videos Alrighty, so we do not have to get into that you know what we are going to get into is the choreo choreo that girl group choreo yeah that girl group i know right i cross the board the girly cutesy egg yo choreo i just i usually turn it off i'll be honest Mm -hmm. like how could this possibly be good but you know what I gave this a shot. I watched the live version and the dance practice version, and it grew on me, you guys. I actually Mm -hmm. really liked the choreo. Um, You could tell that some effort went into it. The choreographers were not just trying to make the girls look as cute as possible. They mixed a couple different styles in there. So what I wanted to call out was that during the verse, you see many isolated movements right on the beat, which gives a kind of ticking clock sensation. So most of the girls that you see will be frozen, but then only their hand will move back and forth or only their ankle will move. Right. And that's a really cool frame or or visual. And then when the chorus builds up, then you see completely different moves. They're doing star formation. They're doing outstretched arms and legs. And I almost expect them to cartwheel across the stage. They're making themselves really (laughs) big and like they're flying across. So I I really liked the the variety we saw there. Ariana, what did you what did you think? Yeah. For me, it was, you're right, like, during the verses, it was very, like, egg yo, and, like, the literal, like, it's time, I'm gonna point to my wrist, and, like, (laughs) nap, I'm gonna make a sleepy face, like, it was very, very literal, like, a very literal choreography, whereas I feel like the chorus was very contemporary and interpretive, and they use more synchronization and togetherness, where, like, the verses were more broken apart, which kind of makes sense because that's what's happening in the videos. Like, they're separated during the verses, and they're together during the choruses. 
But my favorite part was during the bridge where Sinbi is standing in the center and they do like that sweeping the like pew! choreography move. Yes. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. That's it was one of my so favorites. Good. It's so good. It just reminded me so much of like, I think we talked about this earlier. It's just Sailor Moon all the it's way. It's <laughs> totally Sailor Moon. I mean, and come on, time for the moon night. I was waiting for them to like start flying. Like it was just so oh, yeah. perfect. It was definitely sick. But yeah, I I was actually pretty impressed by this choreography, definitely when I watched the performance. Like, it's not easy at all. All right, cool. Moving on to moving on to the audio. Okay. I really liked your interpretation of it. You want to <laughs> just jump in? Yeah, I said for me, this is an OST song from an anime. It's yep. 100% the song that is used at the end of the show where the credits are running and you see like stationary drawings of the show with like foreshadowing to later episodes. <laughs> and I will say that I think that if it were attached to an anime or a show, I would probably like it a little bit more because there'd be like an attachment to the song. But I would say like on its own, it's not necessarily my style just because they're so aggrandizing and huge songs and they're really epic. And I like when epic music is attached to something epic in my mind. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, um, I would say, though, that the girls do a really awesome job of sustaining their voices and not leaning into Eggio sounds, which is really hard to do. Mm. Some more than others. I think some have more of that type of voice in general. But I think part of this is during the choruses, they do this really cool harmonizing, which you don't see as much in girl groups, maybe, maybe in the bigger groups. So I feel like I'm missing it a lot. So I think it was, especially her doing a song like this, it has like this sweeping backing track, mm. you know? little bit of issue with the backing track Uh because it is completely mismatched to the audio. Mm. The song is about missing someone that you aren't seeing. There's lyrics like, my heart is dark. (laughs) Today I'm feeling sad. You know, like there's literally whole parts of like, I'm sad. And then it's almost like cutesy in the parts that they say this, you know, my heart is dark. Today I'm feeling sad. You know, like that's kind of what they do with the song. And then there's just so much movement and like a bam, 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 you know, like constantly switching to other things. And I just didn't feel like it matched the type of song it was, which is like this kind of sad, I miss you song. It was just a weird mix for me, which I think works for some people. It's just a little confusing for me as somebody who I do think I I don't always know the lyrics for K-pop songs so I can like ignore it. But I think in this situation, because I had to look it up, I was like, this doesn't work at all. (laughs) But I also wonder if the song had been slowed down, if just the backing track had been slowed down a little bit, if maybe it would have been a better song, if that makes sense. That makes total sense. I think you you took the Mm -hmm. words right out of my mouth, honestly. I first heard it, and since I'm more of a K-drama person than an anime person, mm-hmm. um, I thought, oh, this sounds like the like a wild chase scene in a K-drama mm-hmm. where something big is about to happen, or maybe the end of an episode where we just had mm-hmm. the climax and we're seeing the previews for the next one, the montage. And it would go really well with that setting, 
but it doesn't mm-hmm. match well with the visuals of the music video or with the lyrics. Yeah. Right? The message of the song is completely... And, and like you said, some people probably don't have a problem with it and are loving it, but I'm going to have to ding it in the scores for, for that. Yeah. It's, sorry, yeah. not going to be in my playlist for too long. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I w- this is one of those, like... I like the video a lot. Mm. I don't know if I necessarily am a huge fan of the song. Yeah. You know what? On that note, I think it's about that time to give our final scores. <laughs> oh, okay. So for the concept, one being the lowest and five being the highest, Ariana, how would you rate the concept? You were just about to, to talk a little more about that. Yeah. The concept is very smart. I I like being surprised and having to look up K-pop junkie and figure out what's going on. So I will actually give this a pretty good 3.5. Sweet. I would have gone a little bit higher, but I do think that it is kind of, we talked about this before, a little bit overused at this point. So many bands are doing this kind of like somebody has died, who is it in the band that's died thing. But I, I haven't seen a girl group do it, and I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. How about you, Steph? I totally agree, just because I think I have such a bias against groups and songs like this. But this video was able to thaw my frozen heart and <laughs> <laughs> convince me to, to actually like the girls and get invested in their stories. I'm going to bump it up to 3.8. What? Yeah. Wow. Awesome. It's hard to impress me when you're coming with this kind of package and they, they hit it out of the park for me as a cutesy girl group. Mm-hmm. I, so, I begrudgingly admit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they actually did it, but mm-hmm. that concept really did nail it. Yeah. I, I'm a little bit nervous to ask you, how would you rate the audio? Uh, the audio, oh man, I I really don't like it. I'm sorry, guys. You know, we were thinking, are, are any of the cast members of K-pop cast open and free to join the show? Because we really need fans' perspective for this kind of genre. But in the absence of anyone to convince me why I should love the audio, I'm going to have to give it, like, two. Okay, solid. I don't like it. How about you? (sighs) I'm really not that far off. I will bump it up a little bit because I would say this is a better version for me of these kind of songs. It was different, so I'll give it that. Uh, I'm going to (laughs) do 2.1. Wow. It's definitely a good try. It's just not in my wheelhouse. Yeah. I wish we had gotten somebody on that was like more into the style Mm -hmm. a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right, then. So I know this is going to be a tough one, but all in all was G-Friends Time for the Moon Night Daybuck or not. Um, no, not for me. I'm just not going to ever listen to this song again. Dang. I'm just not. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, great concept. I like the choreo. But if you can't do audio, man, that's like, uh, that's it. Yeah. So it's it's going it's, to, it's, it's tough for me to say this, but it's, it's a not for me, too. I'm just not going to ever listen to this again. I'm sorry. Yeah, but. it's got to be taken with a grain of salt that this is just not where we rest but I mean if that video had a different song that video was great I wanted to move on to a new segment that we started a couple weeks ago Um, we have our Kville chart toppers Uh, Kville is kind of like the essentially 40 top billboard for K-pop on YouTube, which is kind of awesome. Mm. They do it by ranking. People go and vote for them, which is really cool. So we're going to do the top three this time. Steph, I'm going to give you number three. 
and I want you to guess two and one based on a clue I give you. Oh okay? boy. Or maybe I'll give you two. I'll give you two clues. Thank you. I need okay. all the clues. So, <laughs> if Mama Moo, Starry Night, is number three, mm. for two and one, your clues are one is a boy band and one is a man band. <laughs> man band. <laughs> a man band. And both have been very, very popular on our K-pop chat. Oh boy. So what are your two guesses? Uh... And say number two and number one. Oh, number two and number one. Um, I guess number two would mm-hmm. probably be the boy band. And I did like look look back up in K-pop chat to see what you guys are talking about. And I think Pentagon Shine is probably in that slot. Okay. It's super catchy. I like it a lot. And then okay. Super Junior has been killing it over the past couple of weeks with the Lo Siento song. So, so I'm what's that's amazing, it. I'm amazed because you got both artists yes. correct, but the wrong spots. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait, wrong spot? Wrong spot. Yeah. God dang it. <laughs> Lo Siento is number two and Pentagon is number one <gasps> with Shine. Wow. It has probably been the most talked about on the K-pop chat the last couple of weeks. Mm. And I will... 100% support that because it is one of my favorite songs possibly of the year. We'll see. But that is so awesome because, you know, Pentagon, they've really turned around a quarter for me because I yeah. like literally was not interested in them until like the last <laughs> couple com- comebacks, you know? Yeah. But this really killed it. Yeah. So they're number one. Woo! I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> Great. It is time yeah. for the new generation. To, sorry, sorry, man band. It is time for the new generation <laughs> to take over. So that, that's really great yeah. news. That was fun. Yeah. Nerve wracking, but fun. <laughs> Moving on to our listener feedback. And first of all, I just want to encourage all of you to please join us for our weekly K-pop Twitter chats on Tuesday at hashtag K-pop chat. They are led by our resident K-pop B-boy, Supermatic. So this week on the K-pop chat, we talked about G-Friends comeback. What else? And we got a lot of positive responses. Ariana, you want to? Yeah, I'm really excited to see that we had a lot of positive responses to this comeback, especially because you and I had to do this. So I wanted to point out <laughs> one comment. <laughs> one comment by Nick or at Beach Jeans. And he said the MV is wonderfully shot, but the stage performance is even better, which we both agree with. Uh, excited to see their music show stages. The song didn't immediately grab me, but it's growing on me a lot more as I listen. It's got a good vibe. Classic, pleasant to listen to G-Friend. I'd say Daybok. So we do have a Daybok on here, which is awesome. Nice. We also had our typical third question, which is, what are you excited to see in comebacks in our upcoming weeks of comebacks? And we had um, a lot of responses to that as well. Yeah, one that stuck out in particular was from our good friend, well-known ARMY, Miche Bangtan. Miche says... BTS tweet, obviously, that's like their official Twitter handle. But also, mm-hmm. Shiny's back. But it's going to be difficult for me because Jonghyun was and is my favorite singer. But I can't wait to support them all for the 10th anniversary. So exciting. Oh my gosh, I'm really excited for that too. That's going to be hard for me to choose between as well. This is such a special, you know, heartbreaking anniversary for Shiny, given that Jonghyun did pass away this past year. But I, I want to be there and celebrate like all that they've done and been through together yeah. as well. Yeah, it'll be a good anniversary, cathartic for everybody to process together, which is awesome. 
heading out. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. All right. Signing off. Let us know how you can be reached on the interwebs. And our sign-off question. What is your favorite moon-themed K-pop song? <laughs> uh, you can reach me at Ariana underscore Y underscore Khan, as in Genghis Khan. Um, I would have to go with my baby... <laughs> My baby boy Dean, who I love, <laughs> I like had to I had to stop myself for a second. Uh, and his song "Half Moon" with Gecko. Yeah, I just love that song. He's wonderful, and I can't wait for his comeback. What about you, Steph? Uh, I've listened to that song so many times. Yeah. I was almost gonna steal that one. <laughs> Great. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at s parker two, and there's a few K-pop songs that have moon as a theme, but one that I like is I'm gonna have to go with Hyorin and Changmo. Blue Moon. That's a nice like R&B hit. So go and check that out if you haven't heard of it. Don't forget to tell us your answer to that question, favorite moon-themed K-pop song, and any other feedback you have, any other messages at the K-pop Cast on Twitter. This was fun. Yep. And look forward to seeing you next yeah. week. Yeah. Have a great week, guys. Bye. <laughs> You know what just came to me? Is they should do an acoustic slow version of this. Just I like would 100% bones. be into that. Maybe piano or some guitar. I yes. would so be down. That's, that's if they G-friend, record that version, if they're I'm into it. Yeah, if you're listening, like. <laughs> Definitely listening. <laughs> right? Yeah, they're totally listening yeah. to this.